and welcome to the What We've Watched podcast. My name is Chris. This is Emmett. And this is episode 348. Nice. And also the eighth birthday of the podcast. All right, yeah, yeah. 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 And, uh, and as of literally exactly at the time of this recording, uh, this was the uh, the day that we first uploaded our first episode. Perfect. So, yeah. Well, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And because of that, we decided that this is when we were going to do... Uh, movie that's been on our list for a little while now. Mm-hmm. Um, when eight bells toll, mm-hmm. got eight right in the title. It's got eight in the title. Mm-hmm. That's really all. No, that. no other reason. That's the only it, other. It, but it, it worked. But it was on our list. Um, mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so uh, when eight bells toll uh, was uh, my um, Alistair McLean, um, based on his novel from 1965. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, oh, I didn't even realize this. The director is French, so I'm going to be really bad with this name. <laughs> Directed by Etienne Perrier and uh, released uh, March 1971. Yeah. yeah. And starring Anthony Hopkins. Yes. A very, very young Anthony yeah. Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins with hair. Um, well, he still has hair. <laughs> well, you know, like all hair. Lots yeah, of hair. Dark hair, for dark. one thing. Yeah, dark hair. Yeah, weird no, because yeah, I've no. never seen mm-hmm. him not gray, yeah. basically. Um, um, and I don't know if... Well, that's not true. I don't but. know if it was just for this... Uh, it might have been just for this production. Mm-hmm. or that, But his accent seemed a lot lighter. Oh, it's... He's not... He's doing, like, like English. He's doing English. Ah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. I only could hear his... I was like... Because I was like... Yeah. Did his accent... Get stronger as he got older, no, or no, was no, it? No, it no. was he was still pretty much like an was, English accent, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because okay. the character is supposed yeah. to be English, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this is a um, a, there, a I, James Bond alike, yeah. <laughs> it was sort of intended as like kind of a a, lo, a little bit slightly more gritty, I guess, mm-hmm. kind of take on the sort of James Bond esque sort of thing, S- slightly more. It's um, not, it's pretty campy in some way, yeah, ways. but compared to the James Bond stuff sure. that was happening at the time, sure, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um well, because Alice McLean, um, who had written the book for this, he yeah. had actually written, he's a prolific author, yes, yes, and he had just had a huge hit with Where Eagles Dare, which had come out like the previous year, yes, uh, maybe one or two years, two years earlier, okay. big hit. And so the studio was all like, all like, we use, he's got a big body of work. Yeah. And, and his novels were well liked as well. So yeah, it wasn't yeah, like yeah, a big yeah. reach there. Yeah. And so they um, they signed a 14 movie deal right. with him to turn 14 of his of, books into movies. That's a lot of movies. And this was the first one. Yeah. And upon, while they, while they were making this movie, the studio was like, um, uh, I was going to say Stephen King. Uh James Bond, yeah. uh, what's his name, was just leaving the James Bond franchise. Right. Um, Sean Connery. Sean Connery was just leaving the James... Or they weren't sure if James or Sean Connery was coming back from oh, the, yeah, what it was. this would was. have been before Diamonds of Forever. Yes. Yeah. And so they were like, well, is he coming back? Is he not coming back? And uh, so they were like, well, this is a perfect opportunity for us to basically make like our cash own... cash in on... Cash in. Of, yeah. And, and the character who... Um, Philip Calvert. Yeah, uh, yeah, Philip Calvert, who plays, like, there was a whole string of novels with this character. Right. And so they're like, we can get in on this this James Bond gap yeah. here. And, and their you know, own Bond franchise, basically. And we have, we have, Bond. And, and then what happened was is, uh, he did come back for one more James Bond movie. Yeah. Well, he came back to do James Bond. Yeah. At the time, they didn't realize it was only going to be one for one more yeah. James Bond movie. And this movie, well, those two movies, they came out very close together. Yeah. And 71. Diamonds of Forever did very well. And this movie did 
okay. It, it actually it actually did like decently, but when they they but not compared to yeah. James so they, Bond I guess they just felt like they couldn't compete. And well, they basically just immediately panicked. Yeah. And they they killed the whole deal. Like no more movies. That was it. Just like nope. And then immediately after, uh, uh, he, he Sean Connery left James Bond. Yeah. And they brought in Roger Moore. Yeah. And they were like, "Oh, we totally could have competed with the Roger Moore movies, uh, uh, Bond movies, because there was a little bit of a gap between Diamonds Are Forever yeah. and the first one that Roger Moore did. They totally had the lead, but they panicked so quickly. It was unfortunate that just no more of these got made, which, um, I feel is quite unfortunate because I really like this movie. Yeah, I, it's pretty good. I mean, it's not amazing, but it, I." The sort of the style and the feel of this film from this sort of era, and I guess probably because I also like Bond movies from this era too, like the you know, late 60s, <laughs> early 70s a, Bond. Because uh, uh, there's a, an element of kind of like, in, in addition to sort of the spy action mm-hmm. stuff, there's kind of an element of like mystery and mm-hmm. investigation. Yeah. And it kind of gave me a little bit of um, Wicker Man vibes oh, with the whole yeah. going to, going to a... Uh, Scottish Island mm-hmm. and the locals being kind of hostile. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know we find out why they're, yeah. they're not really hostile. It's just because you know they're under duress. It was. It was really. But, I was like, why is everybody on this island a jerk? Yeah. <laughs> and it, well, it turns out there was a reason for it. But yeah, they, but you know. but like it, early on when they're just investigating and and they're having all this you know trouble with the island, people on the island, mm-hmm. I was like, man, this is giving me like. Like Wicker Man vibes, yeah, no. <laughs> kind of not as weird, you know, not no. as cr- creepy, obviously, but yeah. but yeah, so that was sort of interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, I, I I really and I and I it think was, I do like this sort of like neat. mid, I guess you could say like mid tier, mid budget tier kind of uh, action adventure film. Yeah, um, I think uh, Anthony Hopkins did a great job of, of the character yeah um like that that very like competent no respect respect for authority yeah um and then uh well, well it was really interesting because he he definitely has a bit of a different because like with bond mm-hmm. there's definitely more of a like the 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 relationship with like between bond and say like his superiors like mm-hmm. say m yeah yeah was always much more like yeah they were they could be frustrated with each other sometimes yeah. but like definitely a lot more like um friendly mm-hmm. right like it was like, never antagonistic like, like bond yeah. was very res- like had respect for a lot of yeah. respect for him even though like he didn't always necessarily mm-hmm. agree with like having to like stay within really yeah, yeah. strict lines of you know like bond like to be able to just kind of you know, yeah. uh, do what he wanted to do on the fly and, and mm-hmm. react to things. But, like, it's a real interesting sort of in this one how, like, how sort of, like, dismissive. Well, I, I think of, part of like, that is because, like, because, um, well, because, like, he, the, his, like, well, like, um, uh, was it Uncle Arthur, Robert Morley. Yeah. Freaking great. Does of course, great, I mean, yeah, he's yeah. so good. He's been I, seen many times. Um, yeah. Stuff, yeah. And he, um, he's, like, because Calvert sort of comes from like another division, yeah. Because because yeah. like Morley has like his own guys, his own men, yeah, so, yeah. And this is sort of he's over. like Calvert's sort of like third party, yeah. And so like 
Morley's like kind of his boss, but also not really. Like, we don't really know who Calvert actually answers to. If, if he answers to anybody in a weird way, like, it's it's a bit strange yeah. because... There's a lot of things like that in this movie that are a little bit left Because well, he's got his, his friend there, um, uh, Hunslet. Who, yeah, well, that's like his partner. Yeah, his partner. He, well, he's the brains and, and, and yeah. Calvert's the brawn. Um, and they're like this two-man team, and you're like, are they like independent contractors? Like, no, no, like, Calvert is definitely, like, I think Calvert comes he's from... A, he's, he's a treasury agent. Yeah, okay. He's a oh. British treasury secret yeah, yeah, agent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, because he's got the uniform, because he comes in, he's got the uniform and everything. But he immediately is just like, like, to morally, like, like, <laughs> he's the thing well, he comes in and he just like he sits down he's like oh you're sitting down like he just yeah yeah no he's yeah. no respect yeah. and, and then like later when Morley actually arrives oh, so good when he shows up in the like, actual thing so great but like Calvert literally just like orders him around oh, and yeah, tells yeah. him go there do this and basically comes, takes total yeah. charge of the operation because well, he's even the though Morley's supposed yeah. you know supposed to be his boss yeah 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 I think yeah. It, it, but what does Morley know about being oh, no, in the field nothing right? like, you know? nothing yeah. but that wouldn't stop yeah. usually a well, boss would still Calvert's and this happens in in like so but he doesn't many... even hesitate like he just says yeah. like I'll do this you do this I'll do this you do this you do this and I, and I think and this like, comes from Calvert's like general attitude like his how he interacts with most people yeah. is he he is working at this level that like this like practical level yeah. of like the job needs to be done and it and yeah, like yeah. so well, like with the pilot so it, you know we have to do all these things and like anytime he encounters any kind of resistance from anybody he's just you know he's completely dismissive of them like yeah, yeah. like no I like the that's bit, not how we do I it I like the bit know? with the uh, with the uh, the pilot the oh the helicopter the pilot helicopter pilot yeah. where he and then where he introduces himself as commander Calvert yeah. and he's like. The reason I'm pulling rank is yeah. I need you to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, because yeah, no. because because he was only supposed to bring him back, <laughs> well, and, and instead he makes him like do a that is a great and, and fly I, around the island. There right? is, I mean, this movie has some stellar dialogue, yeah. like back and forth yeah, dialogue. Yeah, yeah. That and, is one of the great like um, cinematography, mm-hmm. like location oh, stuff. Yeah, really the underwater good. cinematography is really good. I was super surprised about that because yeah. I was like, wow, that's not something you would see, yeah. and it was. Because so much of it was on location shot yeah, yeah, too, yeah. but that interaction between him and the pilot's so good because he pulls rank, yeah, and then he immediately is like, because then the guy keeps calling him sir, yeah. and he's like, you can just use my name. We're running really casual here, <laughs> and then so the guy says some stuff, and then he immediately turns around. And he goes, excuse me, and he goes, sir, <laughs> and so yeah, because, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just very yeah, it's great, yeah, yeah just it's ride great. that and roller coaster, yeah. And there's like, I was really um um surprised by like how much um like given that it was sort of like okay it's kind of like a you would think that it would be sort of like this kind of uh poor man's james bond Mm. kind of i was like surprised by like how much action there was like there's a lot of like i i feel like not a lot only, of punching. A lot of very loud punching. There's a lot of punching. <laughs> there's a, quite a bit of, like, gunfire mm-hmm. in this movie. Um, but what really got me was I think that the body count... Oh, yeah. ...is got to be more than, like, even the average Bond movie uh, by a lot. There are a lot of people killed in this Calvert, movie. Calvert uh, like, has no qualms. And part of this is because they did kill his friend. Yeah. But he absolutely. has no qualms about, like... Yeah, yeah. Like, that bad guy is, like... Like not part of the battle anymore. 
like like to yeah, fight yeah. anymore. Like you know, like when those guys in the boat and he hits them with the boat and, they're, and yeah. it's like they're completely disabled. But he's like, just makes them easier targets. And he just like ruthlessly shoots them. And it's like, dude, brutal. For such a small island, like you say, the body count really racks up. Yeah, yeah, like it, it just, it, yeah, like because there's, I mean, it literally starts with him going onto the ship and finding mm-hmm. the two a, the dead agents. Yeah. you know. Oh, that was beginning. a neat. That was a neat bit of storytelling at the beginning there yeah. because he finds the two dead agents. It actually takes place. Then they go backwards in time a yeah. bit to when he's actually getting his story, and then that's when he's like. Morley's like, oh, you got to meet my two guys. Yeah. And then these guys come in, and you're like, yeah, oh, we just saw them dead. <laughs> we just saw them dead. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then it jumps yeah. to back and to then, the, like, you know, the, uh, and then like what happens to like uh, Hunsley mm-hmm. and what ha- you know, and yeah. so it's like there's like, oh, I mean the 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 pilot buys it because the helicopter yeah. gets blown up. Yeah. Like there's like on all sides, yeah. it's just a bloodbath. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> it's. it's there's a lot of eight like, million dollars in gold bullion at stake. Yeah, there's a well, lot. Well, a whole gold bullion thieving yeah, operation. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, some good. There's some good twists in here. Yeah, character twists. Yeah, uh, and like, not where you'd expect them. Like, I like, like I really like what they did with Charlotte. Like the sort of the, the main female. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like they did the whole: is she bad? Is she good? Is she yeah. bad? Is she good? And. You know, like different people have. Apparently, in the book, it's made clear. It's sort of somewhat implied here, yeah. Which is possibly why Calvert lets her go, yeah. But in the book, apparently, it's made much more clear that she's like pretty much under duress as much as any oh, of the other okay. like yeah, hostages. Yeah. Um, in the movie, it makes it seem a bit more like well, it's because she talks about like because she's like married to the yeah. leader of the group, yeah, and that she's like, oh, I'm just being a, a good yeah. wife or whatever, yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah, supporting him, right? But like, but she enjoys the benefits, yeah, yeah, yeah. a little obviously, too much, obviously, you yeah. Know? yeah. So, yeah. so it's left a little more ambiguous mm-hmm. in the movie, but apparently yeah. in the book, it's clearly she, she's under more. It's made clear that she's she, a little more innocent. She's under duress, as yeah. you know, maybe not innocent to the same degree, mm-hmm. but certainly under duress as well. Yeah, you know, um, but you know, finding out that like. Um, that kind of who they think is actually the head yeah, bad yeah, guy yeah. is like well, well, because there's a the whole thing well, about it's so because it well, makes sense. Charlotte like, pretends to be his wife, yeah, his new like, young wife, yeah, because and they don't talk about what happened to his wife. Well, and it's they like, say okay, that she going. died, oh, right? But, yeah, and then like the whole thing is uh, yeah. yeah, and it's like no, he's actually also yeah, yeah. they're using and, him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, again, that was why like, like the, not the twist yeah, to expect. No, there. well, no. the thing is, is that what was kind of cool is that even by this time. There was the tropes were already strong enough yeah. that like, that well, it was easy to mix them up. Him, yeah. him being like, oh, like he's the bad guy, mm-hmm. would have been very much the expected thing yeah. because that's like, like in a Bond film, mm-hmm. he would definitely would have been the bad guy. Oh, yeah. like the rich guy with like the big yeah. boat that has all the people yeah. working for him yeah. that everyone knows and like thinks that like like on the on the, and publicly he's like this like humanitarian and stuff. Uh, but uh. It's like. That of course that would be his cover for like he's actually an evil mastermind. That would be the Bond mm-hmm. approach, yeah, hundred percent. And the fact that they subvert that by you know yeah. being like like oh no actually you know he's uh, and and I realize I mean I assume that it was similar in the book so which was mm-hmm. much earlier so kudos yeah. to them for that. But um, yeah no it was mm-hmm. it was cool. Um, it's- oh and the whole thing with like the the the. Um, 
like the what was it like they're like some kind of fishermen oh those fishermen guys they're yeah, like the yeah. shark mm-hmm. i think they were like shark uh yes sharkers mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah what you call that and they <laughs> the the shark fishermen yeah shark fishermen yeah 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 when he, when he goes to borrow the he's like because they're the only ones that are like that are like friendly yeah like when he meets them he's like oh well, they're, they're like, so independent like what's different about yeah. them because yeah. the, all the other like the people on the island are all like really yeah. unfriendly yeah and so like putting together that connection of like yeah. what that means and why it's like you said they're independent so they're yeah. not yeah they're yeah. also not scared of anything no kidding apparently. no kidding yeah uh, they like immediately are just like like they team up with calvary and they're just like they start work they just like work for him mm-hmm. i mean he does offer the money but yeah 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 no um that was great. Yeah. I mean, they, they definitely tip you off about certain things early on. Like, when he goes to that, when he pretends to be, like, the search and rescue. Yeah. And then he goes to, like, to that castle and, like, how people behave there. Or the, the main, like, police chief of the, of the yeah, island yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it all feels like something well, isn't quite right. Sure. But, yeah. you know, but, but everybody's got, like, a backstory to cover. Yeah. And so it starts getting a little, like, well, wait. Is that is it is that like the reality and there's something else going on here or you know it's it's for this kind of movie mm-hmm. um, and I guess maybe this is an attribution to you know a good translation from from a book format yeah it's like it's very meaty like the story is quite meaty in terms of like what yeah, all is going it on it doesn't like, feel very like sometimes a Bond movies the 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 plot can feel sure. pretty vapid well you because know. it's kind of just an excuse for yeah yeah right. Um, but uh, you know, yeah, James Bond to do James Bond antics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. I, I guess mean, he, the thing is, is the big difference is, is because like the books, the Bond books and the Bond movies have very different yeah. purposes and mm-hmm. very different kind of yeah. styles in many ways. So mm-hmm. definitely, the books have a little bit more, you yeah. know, story maybe. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, the movies are sort of just vehicles for. I mean, yeah. they're great. Don't get me wrong. Of course. Well, also, so and many you, of the you know how much so I many of the movies aren't. Like book based yeah, at all. Yeah, you know how right? much I like love the Bond movies. Yeah, like yeah, don't, for sure. don't get me wrong. For sure. But they yeah. are there for a specific purpose of just entertaining mm-hmm. and being fun, yeah. you know, action yeah. adventures. Yeah. Um, which I mean, you know, this was too, Oof. but yeah, it yeah, definitely yeah. had different way. A slower, you know, a slower build up mm-hmm. in some ways, and a little bit more sort of other. Yeah, I, that's actually I was quite surprised how sort of the the pace to get to where yeah like. Oh, we really know who the bad guys are, uh, yeah. And like, takes, how are we going to do with them? Takes, takes a, a lot longer, you know. Well, but it's I mean, because like I said, they were trying to do like there's that mystery element as yeah, well, right? Yeah, so, yeah. you know. But then once he gets you into the castle and he rescues everybody, and then they have the big fight at the end there. Yeah. And like you said, like the bodies just, um, yeah. You know, the bit where he puts the grenade on the rope and then yeah. gets it around the corner and uh, blows up. I mean the main bad guy. Yeah, that's um, uh, Charlotte's husband there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, no, just it's... just smokes him with a grenade. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it uh, it oh. was it was a very another cool like, explosive bit of uh, a bit of scene there. Yeah. Another cool thing that I noticed, and I don't know if this was a hundred percent intentional, but I have to assume it is because obviously this was written with a pretty smart. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, this dude knows what he's doing, but uh, they talk about because the title is when Abel's Toll, yeah, and they talk about like the timing of 
when they're going to have the final, you know, it's it's when the the when the shark fishermen right. are going to come and ram, you know, yeah. their boat into, and and it's at midnight, which mm-hmm. is when a bells, yeah. you know, is midnight. Um, <clears throat> but what's interesting is is that they often um, when you talk about the tolling of a bell, that's usually referring to marking a death, mm. right? Like, because there's different yeah. types of like ringing of bells. Yeah, for whom the bell tolls. And a toll is normally it's the one that marks a death, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, there's a whole lot of that in yeah. this movie. And I found out what I did once something I didn't know, which I found out was that apparently, um, on ships like in marine custom or whatever on on ships um sometimes eight bells are used to signify like a death on the ship oh because it's referring to because eight because eight bells are often used uh, on the ship bells um it's the end of the last watch of the day oh right right? before it flips over to the the next day next day which is mid which is midnight yeah so midnight signifies or eight bells is midnight, but it's mm-hmm. also the end of the last watch. Yeah. And then you just flip over to the next day. And so they often, apparently, I didn't know this, but apparently they used it often like uh, symbolically of like, it's oh. the end, it's the final end of watch right. for that crew member right. because they're no longer with us. Mm. So it's like their ultimate end of watch. Right. So they would sometimes do eight bells for, oh, for yeah. the de- death sense. on the ship. And so... Being that this movie has a lot of marine and, and yeah. naval, you know, stuff related and a lot of stuff at, at sea, mm-hmm. you know, and bo- a lot of the movies out on boats and dealing with the sea and stuff and naval personnel and all that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, huh, I wonder if that was all intentional to reference the fact that, like, it references the thing happening yeah, at yeah. midnight. But I wonder if it was intentional to reference, Probably. like, death and specifically that mm-hmm. end of watch con- yeah. concept on the ship. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean... I mean, I a lot of McLean must have known all that oh, stuff because sure. I, I can't imagine that he chose that title, uh, you know, accidentally mm-hmm. for just the fact that it's midnight, you know. So, um, mm. I thought that was really neat. No, that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Know, well, yeah assuming yeah. that that's the case, but yeah. you know, that was sort of the, the conclusion I drew when mm. I was reading up on it. I was like, huh, interesting. Yeah. No, I mean that that fits right in with with the the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. When they go down in the ship, when he goes down to the the underwater bit, goes oh down, yeah, yeah, and the well, guys when they figure getting... out that like oh like in order to do this operation, you would have to just keep, you'd have to have the ship underwater and yeah. keep it there, and that's how you would yeah you know have keep uh, the... be able to do it undercover yeah yeah and, and yeah that's a really I would I was so super impressed with like wow they got they had a fi- underwater fight yeah we got and like using like hazardous yeah it looked good too. yeah it looked it looked really good yeah. Um, all the underwater stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. The, hey, well, that's what I was saying earlier, right? Like the underwater for, cinematography was for excellent. 1971. Yeah. I would not have expected them to be able to pull. Well, off. They, they, I assume they probably hired people. Yeah, that specialized yeah, yeah. in like that. You know, maybe mm-hmm. scientific. Yeah. You know, stuff or something. It was so clear, but yeah. it was also very of like clear that like oh no, they're just like on like a location filming somewhere it wasn't like a yeah, set yeah. or anything like that was like you know yeah. a genuinely sunken ship like yeah. it was lit which yeah. made it you yeah. know a little more 
Yeah, because it would have been much, much darker. Yeah, like, obviously it's not realistic, per se, but it looks good because, you know, they lit the scenes and Mm -hmm. then basically... Yeah, the two bad guys in the big big deep dive suits with the big, you know... Yeah. And they got the the tubes with the... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it was fun. It was a good movie. It would have been cool if they'd made more. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a a bit unfortunate. Um, It's kind of one of those things, like, it's been so long now that that nobody's picked it up since then. It actually seems kind of... I mean, maybe there's some British TV series that has or something along those lines, but I don't... uh, I, my research didn't, yeah, I didn't go that like, far. Yeah, it's like it's like they just tried it. once and then never again. That's, yeah, yeah, that's a little kind of crazy. Yeah, um, yeah. Especially considering like, like how Eagles Dare is still a hyper recognized, um, like like well done book, uh, well done movie, well also book, but. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. McLean also wrote Guns of Navarone, Ice Station Zebra. Those are pretty big. Yeah, yeah. His books are estimated to have sold over 150 million copies, making him one of the best-selling fiction authors of all time. Wow, he only lived to age 64, too. Wow. Hmm. I mean, that's fairly typical for his generation, but still, just the fact that he wrote so much. Yeah. He's prolific, I guess. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Yeah. So Yeah, the uh, only the only sort of bond esque like let's let's try and jump on this uh this bandwagon of these types of movies things that I that I think that somewhat panned out in terms of like having multiple movies and stuff like that and being over a period of time was like the Harry Palmer stuff with Michael Caine right because they had three I think back mm. in the day like back like in the late 60s mm-hmm. um, and then I think they did another because they came back and did more later like when he was older mm-hmm. and I think they did another two or three then at least two anyway um so like that's probably the most successful yeah like 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 non-bond bond i mean it's tough the bond it's they have a bit of it a, was a especially back then it was a, a, juggernaut. Bit of a juggernaut on on yeah. in that in that franchise and i mean that, now uh, the movies they I mean, I guess now Mission Impossible would be the yeah, closest yeah, yeah. thing. Because I was thinking, like, Bond movies come out so infrequently yeah. now. It, you know. There is sort of room for other people yeah, to kind yeah. of slip in here you and know, there. And, and, I def- and definitely, even, like, stuff like, honestly, like, even, like, things like Fast and the Furious movies. Sure. Or, or have an uh, element of uh, that, uh, you know. You know, uh, like, what's the, the like, clear and present danger like that series. Oh, Jack Ryan. The Jack Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jack Reacher. Uh, you know, like all all that kind of stuff, all sort of fits into that sort of you know solo. Yeah. You know, um, I, I don't know what you solo character action film. You yeah. Know. Um, but yeah, definitely Mission Impossible is is the, which is interesting because it's also based on an older. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, fr- from kind of this era. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you know, Man from Uncle. Like, yeah. All that stuff is like. Yeah. 
it spun out of that like mm-hmm. the the craze for that type of stuff from yeah. from the time Avengers because of, because yeah. of this success of the Von not not Vons. not MCU Avengers yeah come on yeah um, that's for the audience just in case oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah no it was uh, yeah because people kind of couldn't get enough but like none of the stuff had the track like long term traction that, that yeah. Bond had yeah. Um, very dominant in the field yeah. <laughs> i mean but also at the same time you know like the the rights holders behind bond were like never detracted either like if a bond movie did poorly like like you yeah. know, critically or they were just like well the next one will do better well they yeah, never they, would just, they never just they bailed take, on maybe it maybe take but, a little bit of extra time yeah, to yeah. rethink like how yeah. they want to do the yeah, next yeah. one they and were, then it's a very like yeah. devoted oh, yeah. like creation i mean base, the longest gap the was side. the high the famous hiatus between um timothy dalton and pierce brosnan yeah which is like six years yeah from 89 to 95 mm-hmm. that was like the longest time there's ever been never not been a bond film yeah like since well, you know, yeah, 60, the first one. Yeah, whatever that was, 62? 62, yeah, yeah, which is, yeah. you know. So the last, like, 60, over 60 years, yeah. the longest Five they've years. ever gone without a Bond film is yeah. six years. Yeah. And I mean, usually it feels every, like the Daniel Craig ones are decades apart, but it's just because, well, like, every kinda, one of them has been so yeah, far Yeah, a little, apart, I mean, yeah. they're getting up into the four, yeah. five-year mark in yeah. some cases. I yeah. think um, the last one was, like, five years because yes. it was delayed oh, was, yeah, by COVID yeah, and all COVID, that. Yeah, yeah. But, but, yeah, like, they're getting up into that three, four years. That was, a, that was like, three years but five years could go on that yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, they're definitely a little slower now. Also being that one was the last one, too, um, I think they wanted to make sure, sure. That it was going to be because it was Daniel Craig's last one but so. even still like my point is is yeah. that like m- in most cases mm-hmm. it hasn't been any longer than about mm. three two to three years without a Bond film and yeah. only very rarely has it been longer than that and it's never been longer than that six year hiatus so there's a weird alternate future where Anthony Hopkins ended up doing this character yeah. for like 15 years and then we missed out on all that other Anthony Hopkins and then he never ended up doing I mean, all the things we really yeah, like praise him for I don't know I mean yeah. at this time like what else was he doing in the 70s like if they had continued making these movies in the yeah, 70s what, what, what other 70s movies I don't know if they would have been but that it, would, it would have altered his oh, yeah, career tra- made, we never would have had Silence of the Lambs Hopkins yeah, it's right? possible you know? because he would have yeah. been yeah. you know maybe a, a, a different type of star mm-hmm. at a at a time I mean yeah. I don't know like I one thing I didn't look up or, or look into is just like has he ever commented on this movie like was did, oh was like what his thoughts are um, well um, personal life this is one of the things like I like Anthony Hopkins as an actor um, he has a very rocky personal life yeah we know um, and uh, during the making of this movie he actually left his wife and kid for the uh, director's assistant one of the director's assistants and then they were together for quite a few years after this so th- this movie actually was like a big catalyst for like changing his personal life um and uh but the movie itself uh, the movie itself uh, pfft, not really like i mean he's never been an actor that has done like i mean other than appearing sp- sporadically as as odin in the mcu films um He's never really tied himself to doing a specific genre or, or style of movie. Uh, he uh, did we do top five Anthony Hopkins movies? No, 
maybe that's a top five we should look at <laughs> down the road. Um, I mean, I guess maybe it might be a little too obvious in certain yeah. points. I mean, it does say here, it says that he originally wasn't going to do the part because he was worried about the idea of being an action star. Ah, and there's yeah. a quote where he says, it seemed too fast for me. I could hear myself saying, now wait a minute. <laughs> that when I had finally overcome my fright, I said to myself, I'd be mad to turn this chance down. Hmm. I didn't. Yeah, oh, well, he, he was great. So. He was really great. Um, uh, it uh, def Definitely better than some Bonds. Uh, <laughs> well. <laughs> I mean, there's a speckled history there, that's too. That's not but, hard. Um, but... Uh, but I, I don't think I would have maybe regretted a, a, an alternative 1970s where instead of getting Roger Moore, uh, we got a bunch of uh, Philip Calvert movies, and then and then and then they I started Bond back up in the 80s, you know. But whatever. Um, well, <laughs> I mean, part of the Roger Moore the stuff was this, most of the 70s Roger Moore stuff is okay. Yeah, uh, part of the Roger Moore stuff was just that he was supposed to be Bond earlier, and so that of course that 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 messed up all that. But um, yeah. But we still got some really good ones. Yeah. It is what it is, man. Yeah. Um, we could have had the, the Calvert movies without lo sure. also without, losing yeah. the Bond movies. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's they, it's not an either-or situation. Um, unfortunately, the uh, studio felt it was, and oh well. So, uh, I mean, to be fair, I was just looking at, mm -hmm. at uh, um, Hopkins' thing. He was with the woman that he ended up, mm -hmm. go, you know, going with yeah. the, because of this movie. Yeah. He was with her for 20 years. Yes. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, so, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. not too bad. Yeah. It just, you know, it's just sad that, like, because of how that all went out, like, it led to him having, like, a daughter that didn't talk to him for four years. <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, it's it's just, you know, but, you know, different era. Yeah, but things, uh, I mean, you know. They've, it's also been it's pretty much a proven fact that the whole like stay together for the kids thing does not oh, work yeah, either yeah, yeah, because yeah. like you're you're all you're going to end up doing is creating a toxic environment I, yeah, for your for kid that, trying to raise a child yeah. in an, an environment where the relationship like, you want to be there where yeah. the parents relationship isn't yeah. working anymore yeah. right so i mean it is what it is like yeah. obviously if he had been happy, he wouldn't have, you know... Yeah, yeah like, yeah, yeah. you know, sometimes we don't know the exact circumstances of it, and we yeah. don't know that there's really anything more nefarious than, like, yeah. he fell in love with somebody else. Yeah. And that, mm -hmm. it happens. Like, yeah. it happens. Mm -hmm. It's just, it is what it is, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, it's yeah. hard to second guess. Yeah. I mean, that's history. Course, it's other people's course, lives, yeah. right? It, it It's unfortunate that, you know, I'm sure that probably the estrangement with his daughter went sort of more deeper than that because yeah there's like, probably more to it while that may there. have been like what kicked it off yeah yeah obviously they've had you know there was something else there decades too. Yeah, since yeah. to deal with it and yeah. obviously they're just on different paths yeah and you know yeah it is what it is it's unfortunate yeah. but you know and and i mean and i'm well aware that like, humans be human and <laughs> i'm well aware that he's certainly no saint like yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he definitely has his own issues and stuff mm -hmm. so it's like mm -hmm. it is what it is right yeah all, all the more reason don't don't put actors on a pedestal. Yeah, don't, exactly. Don't idolize actors. Yeah. Like yeah. you should never. The character do that. they play is not that. You yeah. should never do that because yeah. they are human beings. Yeah. And as long as they're not out there doing horrible, like you know, like touching kids and yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. or like you know, 
doing really, really terrible mm-hmm. things. The reality is, almost yeah. anybody you can think of yeah. has yeah, made mistakes flawed, in life right? or People is, are a, is a human being, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, we both liked this film. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was a little bit... I found it a little bit tricky to follow mm-hmm. in the first sort of half or so. I was a bit kind of like, like, well, this is cool, but I'm not... Hundred percent sure what's going they on. They do bury the but lead on like. I think part of that is also just on like the hard part of the of the yeah, story. But yeah, I think early part on. of that also is just like sometimes to watch certain movies, you have to be in the right like mind state, and yeah, for if sure. you're not quite dialed yeah, in, yeah. it's like you know, yeah, so like the, your, your focus, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, um, there's that aspect as well. Yeah. Anyways, uh, nicely, uh, very easy to watch this movie. It's just on you. It's on, it's on YouTube in a yeah, bunch of places. I'm sure if, Heavily um, illegally, but yeah, yeah, but it's uh, there. <laughs> it, uh, uh, in terms of, uh, it's one of those like kind of obscure enough that nobody seems. It's to be... definitely obscure. I had never heard of it, yeah. up until extremely recently, and I don't even remember. No streaming services seem too concerned about getting it on yeah. them. So, <laughs> and I, I don't even recall now, like how this how came it up. Came up. Yeah, it, I remember us putting it on the list. I but... saw. No, what it was was it was I saw some reference to it by way of something else. And I was like, wait. There was an early 70s Bond-esque movie starring Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, it's like when I found out about Gunman. Sure. And I was like, wait, yeah. wait. There's a movie with Patrick Stewart as the bad guy, with Dennis Leary as his main henchman. Yeah. And, and with... with the, uh, Christopher Lambert, Christopher Lambert, and Mario Van Peebles. Yeah, uh, like, like how? How does this? How exist? does this exist? And I've never heard of it, right? Yeah. So like, when it's like that, it's like yeah. sometimes you just find out about stuff, and you're just like, movies fall through the cracks. How did that escape my yeah. notice? You know, it's like, yeah. yeah so I I, mean, I I cannot remember how I got referred to it now, but I just I saw a reference to it somewhere even else. Even with how inundated we are with trailers and news and everything about every kind of film yeah. all the time now. Not a year goes by where oh, I, something I, that you miss. I, I miss a movie. And it just like and it's just like, wow this movie's great. When did this come out? Oh two years ago? And it's just I never saw never a trailer, it. never yeah. heard of it. It's like it didn't exist until I watched yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like and it's just and I mean probably part of that is is also because we're inundated so much it's very easy for stuff to just get washed over in the giant tide of, yeah. of never-ending news and, and yeah. media, um, especially if it's a smaller film, you yeah. know, you know, or 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 often like maybe something like British, like foreign, like that. Yeah. Of course, just can completely get British, you know, um, yeah, just like that, British, yeah. British, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're never gonna do that accent again. Uh, <laughs> Just that one word. Just that one word. Oh, I see. Anyways. All right. Uh, So that's it for this week. Uh, We're going to be back next week with another episode. And I believe we're doing Extraction 2. Yeah, yeah. I mean... We did the first extraction. We did the first one. We got to do those. Yeah. Got to stick with our Netflix originals. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) We've got to see where this goes. Uh, See if Chris uh, Hemsworth can uh, do another uh, movie that's not a Thor movie and maybe... Well, I mean, I don't know how you track success on the streaming As long as you keep them out film. of the theater. Yeah, I mean, that's it, right? They're good. Yeah. yeah. Just no theater. Yeah. No sorry, Chris. Unless it's, unless it's Marvel. No theater for you. Your brother can be in the theater, but not... 
Uh, but yeah, so we'll be back next week with that, and then I believe the following week after that is a top five. So yeah. So yeah, well, yeah. and not just any top five. Yes, it's our top five actors of the 1950s. Yeah, it's <laughs> continuing on with that. Yeah, so and, excited, uh, very so excited. excited. Yeah, yes. yeah, the uh, the the ten episodes in between these decade ones. Yeah, yeah. It really builds up. Well, uh, it's yeah. just like we did with the yeah. top you know decade decade mo- films, the yeah. movies of each decade, yeah. right? Which yeah. was like so long ago. That now. one had such a roller coaster when we did the 90s, though. Well, that it was just like yeah, deciding yeah. to do one for yeah. every year. Yeah. yeah, I mean it was still really fun. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we, yeah. we had so many things to talk about, but. Anyways. We really opened the floodgates when yeah, it came to that great. one. So, yeah. It's but, great. Uh, it's great. It's the Bloody Beatles wife at home. Shut up. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, so until next week, I'm Chris. This is Evan. Cheers. Bye-bye.